0: Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After dismissing the crowds, he went on the mountain by himself to pray. Well into the night, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat was already some distance from the land, battered by the waves because the wind was against them. Jesus came toward them, walking on the sea very early in the morning. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them, have courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter answered him, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. And climbing out of the boat, Peter started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught hold of him and said to him, you have little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those in the boat worshiped him and said, truly, you are the Son of God. And this is our hope. This is what holds us together as a church, that we come together around this claim that Jesus is the Son of God who has come, so that we, when we like Peter realize I'm sinking, I am perishing, and there is nothing that I can do to save myself, you call out banking on the mercy and grace of God, and you say, Lord, save me, and the sovereign hand of God reaches down and grabs us and says, you're mine, and nothing can take you out of my hand. As we know this salvation has been secured by the blood of Jesus, that he lived a sinless life, he died the death that you and I deserve, and then he rose again victorious over sin and death. And he will reign forevermore and he's inviting us into life with him to walk fully forgiven, free with God himself, delighting in him as he delights in us because he has made us delightful. And this story is such a beautiful picture of that because you've got to think, like again, put yourself in this situation that Jesus has sent you into the sea, cross over guys in the boat. We're following orders here. You go, but night falls And you're rowing and rowing for hours and hours. It's 3 a.m. or later. It's cold. You're terrified because the wind and the waves are just all against you. Lightning crashing all around, thinking, this could be it. This is how we die. So exhausted, so scared. And then out of the darkness, you see a figure walking on water and they start to scream out in fear. But Jesus... Invokes the divine name, Yahweh. I am that I am. He says, I am. Have courage. Show yourself to be strong. Don't be afraid. Why? Because the Lord has come. Because the Lord is there. And then Peter, Lord, if it's you, command me to come out. And Jesus says, come. So Peter that beautiful moment of faith. He takes the lead. He steps out of the boat and he's walking on water. And just imagine how amazing of a moment that is. As the disciples are there, they're watching. Jesus is there. Peter, come to me. Peter gets out of the boat. He's walking on the water. Here's Jesus and Peter walking on water. Like this is amazing. But then Peter lets his eyes drift off of Jesus. He sees the wind and the waves and he starts to doubt and he consequently starts to sink. He calls out for the salvation of the Lord, who is glad to save him. It's an amazing story. They get back into the boat. He's like, what would that be like for Peter to take that risk, to go out, to fail, but then in his failure, just to magnify the Lord, that it has always been the Lord's strength that would sustain us, that would save us. And so no, he's not disqualified. We just imagine the roller coaster of emotions for Peter as he comes out there on the water, he starts to sink, but then he's in the arms of Jesus. And they get back in the boat and it calms down. It's an amazing story to consider from Peter's perspective. But I have a couple questions. What would the perspective be like of those in the boat? What were they doing? You're watching Peter climb out of the boat. Imagine being in that boat. You're watching Peter climb out of the boat. You're thinking, man, if I had that kind of faith, if I was that courageous... Go, Peter. I'm here to support. I'm here to encourage. And Peter starts walking, and it's all exciting. This is amazing. But then he watches. Peter starts to sink. And he's slowly falling out of view, sinking into the waters. And I have to ask, what were they doing? What were they doing? The question for you is, who's in your boat? And what are they doing? Like today, Who's in your boat? Who are you going through life with? And what are they doing when they watch you do something amazing? What are they doing when they watch you wreck your life? What were the disciples doing in that boat? when I mean, you would so hope that those disciples would be just gripping the rail watching with delight, like, "Go, oh, Peter, this is awesome, man!" And then I watch him start to sink. And they see that his eyes have drifted from Jesus. And you would hope that they would start to scream, Peter, stop looking at the water. Look at Jesus. Stop looking at the waves. Look at Jesus. Don't care about the wind. Look at Jesus, Peter. That's your only hope, Peter. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And again, ask you, who's in your boat? And what are they saying? When things are going awesome, are they saying, keep your eyes on Jesus, Kevin? Don't. This is amazing, like give praise, give glory to God that life is good right now, but keep your eyes on Jesus. And then when I start to fail and I'm falling and I'm making shipwreck of my life, are they saying, Kevin, stop it, keep your eyes on Jesus. You've looked away, keep your eyes on Jesus. Or are they sitting quietly in the boat? Watch that. I want friends in the boat who are telling me to keep my eyes on Jesus. Don't you want friends in the boat saying, keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. So in the Messer family, when something happens as tragic as that, we are here to say in the boat, keep your eyes on Jesus because he's the one who has risen from the dead and he says, I hold the keys of death and hell and there's no one else that I would ever trust them with. He's good and he has your boy. And so you grieve with hope. And Jessica, when you receive news this week that you're 33 years old and you have cancer, say, that's okay. I know the one who raises the dead. That's not the end of this story. Like, who is in your boat? And what are they saying to you? Make sure that they're telling you to keep your eyes on Jesus. If you don't have a boatload of friends like that, welcome to beloved church. This is who we are. That we're going to tell each other to keep our eyes on Jesus. This is our vision text. This is the the starting place of this church is 1 John 4, 7 and 9. Where John says, beloved, let us love one another. For love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. This is what holds us together. That we love each other because he loves us. Us. Collectively, us. He loves us. And we know he loves us because it's been revealed in this way that he sent his son to die for us so that we could have everlasting life. We rally around that. That is what we do. We remind each other of this. This is why the church is called Beloved Church, that even in the way we address each other is a reminder, you're loved by God. How do you know that? Because he sent Jesus. So no matter what is happening in life, no matter how good or how bad, you know you were loved by God. Every question we cannot answer but what we do know is you're loved by God because he sent Jesus to die for you and so we will hold to that and we we'll celebrate that. We rejoice in this truth so that we might live through him. It's collective plural language. We might live through him together. Because God saved a people not a person. We are the people of God. We get to come together. And Last question I have in there. It's, it's, a, it's, it's we, it's collective, it's us. Peter, walking on the water, fails. Jesus scoops him up. You know what I would do? Jesus, let's go to shore. Or actually, let's just keep dancing out here. This is amazing. I don't want this to ever stop. Boats? <laughs> don't need a boat anymore. But what do they do? They go back to the boat. Why? Why? Why did they go back to the boat? Exactly. Because they cared about the people that were still in the boat. Look, you need us and we need you. We all matter. So let's love each other deeply. Let's love each other for the glory of God and live out this command that he's given us that we are going to plant churches around the world, starting here and everywhere else. It doesn't end here. We're gonna love this community. We're gonna love the world. We're gonna be about the glory of God. But together, we do this, loving each other. And so here's the invitation, jump into gospel community. Jump in. Today is an opportunity for you to jump into gospel community. Get out of the boat. Get back in the boat. Just know what matters is Jesus is with us and we're all gonna tell each other to keep our eyes on him. So jump into gospel community. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus, proving that you love us. <laughs> we can have questions, we can not understand things, but we can rejoice and have hope in knowing that you love us. said so God, would you make us a church defined by that love, a love for you and a love for each other. As Jesus said, let the world know that we follow him by our love for each other. We love you. We thank you. We praise you because you are glorious and you're worthy of our lives. So would you use today, would you move in our hearts to help us to step more into gospel community, to know and love each other, to have a wonderful time full of fun and laughter, playing games and enjoying great food and all this stuff, God. But to go even deeper, to belong, to be known, to be loved, all because of your gospel. We pray this in the name of Jesus, amen.